What's up, Gibeon? Listen, I love that song. This ain't love. And um, I think I saw him at one of the um, outdoor festivals and was like, yo, this is going to be the dopest artist ever. And he is doing his thing. So what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show podcast. Wow. So it has been a whirlwind week. I mean, from Washington, D.C. to back at work to just everything flowing the way it's supposed to flow. (laughs) Um, I know you guys were waiting on a recap. Um, I needed to take a minute to just like sit and just really regroup and get my life together. But um, let's talk about Washington, D.C. You know, everyone that knows that when you fly out of Atlanta International Airport, it is like a whole moment. So (laughs) this was no other. It was Memorial Day weekend. So it's kind of like everybody and their mother was in the airport. And um, I will say, you know, flight was super easy. Um, I took some of my friends and I have to say this time um, was a little different for me coming back to uh, Washington, D.C. because I was able to celebrate myself but also i was able to feel celebrated with the loves of my lives you know my best friends but in addition to my family and you know shout out to all of my friends that came to dc to support me um all of my family that supported me and called and showed up and you know this experience for the jameer smith show moderating um black gay and thriving and we're getting to the event in a second but um it was outstanding you know sold out crowd and everything so thank you thank you thank you that is before we even start so flight went great um once i got to washington dc i knew that i wanted to attend the one with eternity and everyone knows about you know um the yayo kasumami um, exhibit that has really been traveling throughout the United States and th- throughout the world. And I knew that it was in Los Angeles when I was in LA a few months ago and I had missed it. And I was like, wherever it is, I have to make sure that I am there taking some pictures and just being immersed in the creativity of the exhibit and everyone knows it's the infinity room um it's one of the rooms that also has the paper lanterns with the different colored balls and things like that so i was able to get a ticket and i took one of my best friends with me and it is at the hirschhorn museum in washington dc um you cannot miss it because the marketing alone i mean the exhibit is wrapped around um, the image itself is wrapped around the entire museum as you pass Constitution. So um, I was able to experience it. I was with and immersed in just the artistic moments of the theme of the moment. Um, I see what everyone was talking about. A huge shout out to the National Museum of Modern Art, uh, the Hirschhorn, which I love 
that museum has some of the most creative artists, designers, um, moments that I have experienced while I was in D.C. Um, I talked a lot about it, you know, on previous shows. If you are in D.C., I do believe the exhibit is going on for a few more months. Um, smartest thing I will say this is to go, I think, at 9.30 a.m. I know it's a push, but at 9.30 a.m., once the museum opens, they will give you timed tickets and for us it was easier because you know we had just flew in i knew that in that moment we weren't ready to just kind of go right into the exhibit so we were able to get some time tickets and um it really worked out i mean it was seamless organized um so a huge shout out to hirschhorn for making that experience fantastic and again that is one with eternity and that is the yayoi kusame collection at the Hirshhorn. So after the exhibit, y'all know how black folks are whenever we come in, we need something to eat. And, you know, I was super laser focused with that evening of the exhibit. So, you know, I think we popped over at the Hamilton, which I, oh my God, I love the Hamilton. I remember when I first moved to Washington, DC, um, and I randomly ran up on that restaurant and, it has become like, you know, that stapled favorite in Washington, D.C., but then also, um, you know, we love mambo sauce and the chicken wings and the fries and the food has just always been great at the Hamilton. And then, you know, back to the hotel, I ended up staying at the host hotel this year, the Renaissance Hotel, and it was downtown. Um, I had the best experience. I had never stayed during a Pride at a host hotel, moreover, number one, even attended Pride in many, many years. So I ended up staying at the Renaissance and um, the staff treated me so great. Um, their experience, my experience with um, my room, you know, I had to switch rooms, but they were super accommodating and um, I really loved it. I mean, it was in a great space. It was across from a really, I guess they could consider that city center area. And everyone knows city center is where kind of like the outdoor shopping luxury mall is. And so, I mean, it was in walking distance of that to museums. Um, so again, great space. I remember it being in another hotel, you know, a few years ago, but um, the Renaissance definitely took care of me. Thank you so much. Um, and I started to get ready, you know, the, ex the, the excitement was like on my back, like, all right, Jameer, let's go ahead and get it done. Let's go. So I am a member of the gay professional men of color in DC and their first ever, um, forum for 2022 post pandemic uh a pre post post pandemic black gay and thriving uh overcoming the unexpected it was this past thursday um it started at 6 30 and prior to the event i knew that it had sold out and when i say sold out they had sold out like three times over and i I was a little nervous because I had people coming in town and I, I knew that I had a reserved area for them. But in addition to, I wanted to make sure that, um, 
even some people that I knew that were coming from D.C. had spaces as well. And um, once I got there, everything was super organized and, and it was beautiful. I mean, they had the panel already set up. They had my area already set up for the Jameer Smith Show podcast. And to give you an overview, um, about a month and a half ago, the organization had asked um, the Jameer Smith Show to moderate this panel of trailblazers. And the men that were on the panel, they were uh, Zachary Parker. He is a local politician and he is running for council in Ward 5 in D.C., um, Kalen Allen, which we love. He is an entertainer. He's talent. You know, his Instagram is always over the top, fun, colorful. Uh, he had worked as talent for the Ellen DeGeneres show. But also we just really know him for his viral videos. Antonio Reynolds, he is the only and I highlighted this as I was talking, the only black equity partner at Wiley Rain LLP. He is a lawyer. Um we definitely were able to unpack that. Davion Morgan, he is the vice principal at Iniquity Prep, but also the founder. And I made all of us say this like five times. He's the founder of Black Boys Book Bunch. I mean, my God, all those bees. But his story behind it, I think, was phenomenal. And it is a mentorship for black youth in the DMV area. And then also Lee Livingston Perrine, um, they are the founder and commander of Black in Space. Uh, Black in Space actually did, um, they did a, you know, community service uh, initiative during Pride as well. Um, but they are LGBTQ plus um, arts collective that celebrates artistry, diversity, and resilience of the Black LGBTQ plus communities through media, storytelling, and technology. And, you know, I have to say, and I got so much great feedback from the audience, from people that had listened to the show, everything, that the questions that I was able to curate for these trailblazers were great. They were spot on. Um, and they also were just questions that people wanted to know. You know, I wanted to make sure that we really did get into their business. We got into their um, initiatives. We got into their purpose. But we challenge them, you know, what are their opportunities? What have they struggled with? What what racisms have they gone through? Or, um, you know, uh, how do they feel about running for office as, you know, a person of color and, and being gay or, you know, uh, the talent of Kalen and how does he continue to build these uh, viral videos? And he gave some fantastic advice about how he really helps people look at their contracts um, whenever you're doing all of these social media uh, initiatives and making sure that you're getting paid, you know, correctly. Or, you know, I remember who said something, Davion really did get into um, how he encourages mentorships, you know, with people of color and therapy. And, you know, the overall theme word moment was making sure that you are living life um, with purpose, making sure that you're living life with intention. And every single person really highlighted that as they were talking and once we wrapped as well. 
So again, a huge shout out for the gay professional men of color for just organizing this event, for inviting, you know, the Jameer Smith show to come on to moderate, um, Stuart, um, our president, Derek. I mean, every single person that had something to do in anything to do with this event, we're excited because not only does this continue to bring visibility to our show, it has allowed us to now be featured in some more programs that you guys are going to stay tuned for. And I'm excited to talk about. And also just it's allowed me to just continue to build on the passion and the creativity. Um, so thank you guys so much for the love and the support of the program itself and um you know if you have not listened to it it is on jameersmith.com um it should be one of our latest episodes that we just uh recorded and you get to hear the entirety from beginning until end so after that you know we headed to the navy yard me and some of the besties and went to circa check out circa if you were in dc one of another one of my favorite restaurants food was a1 as per usual and it is uh navy yard it's right by the uh, nats stadium so that brand new beautiful stadium baseball stadium that they had uh, just built in uh dc i knew i was exhausted had just flown didn't finish talking until like 10 o'clock and had to grab dinner so i went back to the hotel went to sleep because i knew that i had a full packed day on friday so on Friday, they had the opening reception for uh, Gay Pride. And where is, let's see. This year's theme was called Bigger Boulder. The original is back. DC Black Gay Pride 2022. And so this year, you know, I've always made sure to attend uh, conferences and, and, you know, things that will help me build a stronger relationship just with other people. And, um, I think workshops are always great because it's like, you really do, um, get to know other people that are not just in your circle of groups, but I think also that challenges you in your thought processes and, and everything. So, you know, they had an organization opening vendor expos. And I mean, when I tell you guys vendor expos, there were so many vendors. I mean, from um, the Human Rights Campaign to Black AIDS Institute. Um, there was another one. What was the other one that I loved? Um, oh, Speak Out. And it was a resourceful, uh, resource for aging. Um, they had the Row Club, DC Stroke and Rowing Club. They had the police there. Um I mean, and, and when you really think about all of the um, sponsors, us helping us was a part of it too. NGLCC, and, and that's the National LGBTQ Chamber of Commerce, to Glee, to BET, to, um, oh my God, Xfinity and Verizon and Impulse Group in DC. I mean, AARP, every single person that has these big corporations, of course, you know, they wanted to be a part of DC Black Gay Pride um, because of, you know, who we are and what we stand for. But I think in addition to um, the movement that we of people of color are really making in this industry. So that's the main reason why I wanted to go to um, the conferences and, and, and really just be a part of the workshops and, you know, 
you can't attend everything. I had to really come to terms of being intentional and that you guys will hear that's my word for the weekend. But just being intentional about which, um, you know, events that I will attend. And um, there was a workshop of being becoming you the body positivity workshop. And I had the best time ever with the moderator who really engaged the audience. He made us write out these affirmations for ourselves and um, what we will and will not tolerate, what we stand for as people, as men and women, and saying it and speaking it out loud. And I thought that was curated so well. And then at the end of his um, conversation, you know, really with us, everyone had to get up and he put on a little saucy Santana and we had to just walk the runway and just feel each other's energies. And it was so great because I attended a lot of these workshops alone. And I did that on purpose because one, I wanted to make sure that I was in the moment of my own personal moments. But then two, I wanted to connect with new people. I wanted to build relationships and and memories with you know new people that I've never, ever met and seen in my life. And it was such a beautiful moment to just experience other people. And um, I have now built some relationships that I will know for the rest of my life. And those experiences were were fantastic. So um, it continued with the evolution of spirituality in the Black and Latinx community. Um, Then I took a moment to just chill, went out, did some shopping with one of my best friends because I knew I had to get back. They had a writer's forum And I was so excited because the special guest was none other than one of my favorite authors, James Earl Hardy. And everyone knows James Earl Hardy from B-Boy Blues. And it was so great to meet him because I had questions about, you know, his writing process. And I had questions about his experiences, uh, Harlem Renaissance to... um, him being his own editor. And I was able to really curate even questions at the writer's forum with some of the most prolific writers um, of my time. And we took photos together. We, we had conversations about, you know, how to continue to stay in the industry and relevant and um, becoming your own boss and your own editor of your own creative work. So thank you and a huge shout out to James Earl Hardy, for just your words, your advice, um, your contact information. (laughs) And um, yeah, I will definitely make sure that we continue to uh, stay connected. Um, I chose a beautiful dinner for my friends um, and it was at the Jefferson Hotel. If you are in DC, the Jefferson Hotel is absolutely exquisite. It is a, a, a staple, it's classic. But inside of the Jefferson Hotel, there's a restaurant called The Greenhouse. It was so beautiful. It is very Instagram worthy, Instagrammy photography. I mean, wow, is all I can say. Food, yeah, but the experience, the service was fantastic. So, um, huge shout out to the greenhouse. Jesus, I will be back in a different outfit. So, if y'all see some more photos with that same background, just act like you never saw it from the first time. So. <laughs> That night, um, you know, the Saturday, Friday and Saturday 
was super busy, you know, from day parties to, um, you know, connecting with some celebrities that I had known were coming. So huge shout out to performers like uh, Trina, to Tamar Braxton, Jocelyn Hernandez, Saucy Santana, um, Carrie Hilson. Um, I feel like I'm miss- missing some people. Um, you know, a lot of celebrities came throughout the building. Uh, Marlo Hampton, of course, our girl was in the building doing her thing. Um, yeah, so it was definitely a moment um, to not miss. And then Sunday rolled around and, of course, grabbed some brunch. Mad Hatter, you know, was always ridiculously crazy. So we went to Bus Boys and Poets. And um, Bus Boys and Poets is one of my favorite um, restaurants, but it's one of my parents' favorite restaurants because, you know, the atmosphere alone from the books when you walk in that are all black uh, authors to the clothing that you see that's only clothing for people of color. And then the food is always great. Um, so, yeah, I was able to hit up... Um, uh, you know, brunch in D.C. is just, and I, as I was, was taking a moment to just pause and think, like, brunch in D.C. alone is just like a whole moment that people always want to experience because you really do get to be with people. Black folk are just really doing their thing in D.C., and that's what I love about it. So, um, wrapped, you know, uh, DC Black Pride, uh, was able to build some connections and, you know, I hit up my photographer that I know that's in DC and he came through and you guys know I'm doing a collaboration with, um, Sir Clothing Brand. So I was able to partner also with HBCU Buzz and they provided me with an HU a Howard University sweatshirt and I just, you know, pair them back together and was able to take uh, a really fun photo shoot, you know, at the DC History Center. And that was at the Carnegie Library in Mount Vernon. And that's also where the new Apple store is. Um, They've curated that store to be um, a standalone, I have to say. It, It definitely is one for the books. Um, so Destination DC definitely was a Destination DC. Um, and you guys had actually started asking me some questions. Um, let me actually go to those really quick about, you know, my experience of traveling and, and really <laughs> all of the places that I do go and you guys follow me on social medias. And thank you honestly so much. You guys blew my instagram and stories up um i didn't post a lot on facebook this time but really you know you guys really did um send me a lot of messages on instagram of just celebration and love and thank yous and all of that so um first question that you guys asked is what surprised me the most about dc this time um really what surprised me the most and not really a surprise but i was excited on how organized um, DC Black Pride is, um, again, I stayed in the host hotel right under the, you know, is all of these rooms you guys know in the conference rooms, right in the hotels. And it was a huge, huge hotel. And just to see how organized, um, all of the, the conference rooms were, um, the conversations were curated well, um, 
I mean, I, I attended what poetry slams to movie screenings to, you know, the writers forum. I mean, everything that I do on just my own creative time, you know, I was able to even do that on my vacation time. So I thought that was done very well. Um, <laughs> next question is, what is the biggest difference on how people live in D.C. compared to where you are now? So currently I'm back and forth, but I am in Atlanta and um, Atlanta's lifestyle is just totally different from D.C. You guys know I just relocated from D.C. And, you know, D.C. is the epitome of black excellence. You know, you really think about education and how well they keep up the city. And I miss that, you know, when you go outside and the heart of D.C., downtown, everything is organized and clean and you get to see the beautiful monuments. And so the cleanliness of D.C. definitely um, supersedes Atlanta. Um, and I just think, you know, people are different. You know, Atlanta is the. Atlanta really is the epitome of black Hollywood. You know, Atlanta believes in um, flashiness. Men, women, you know, black, white, gay, straight doesn't really matter. Um, everyone here really believes in the flashiness of life DC um, can be flashy, but however, their focus is a little bit more on the education, um, the historical moments, um, you know, the government policies, all of those things. So it's definitely, definitely a difference. Um, do, 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 do. What super touristy thing did you do that was awesome this time? I was able to go to the National uh, Gallery of art and i think it was the poetry gallery the poetry the portrait gallery and um there was this exhibit hold on one second so there was this exhibit that i had actually did some research on and i knew that i wanted to at least um see it because i think it was closing i believe it was closing that weekend and it was called the hung lu portraits of promised land and it was at the National Portrait Gallery and it actually closed on the 29th. And so I was able just to see some beautiful, beautiful photographies of black art. Um, there was one from Hung Lu, Portraits of Promised Land of, um, you know, the farm hand. And just to see the translation of Lang's photographies into colorful portraits. I mean, the collection itself, it was on these beautiful oil canvases. Um, I mean, phenomenal. I don't know where they're traveling to next, but I'm glad that I was able to experience that. Um, and what else? What other touristy thing did I do? Oh, I went to the uh, Martin Luther King because I remember they were just um, finishing building it uh, when I once I had left D.C. And it's beautiful. The Martin Luther King Library, um, which is in uh, like right across from... Um, the what do they call it now this not this it's the arena where the um the basketball team plays uh right across from it so i don't even know the new name of the arena because i think they changed it so but um it's absolutely fantastic it reminds you of the african-american museum um the inside does and i actually decided to have a little bit of uh a moment of reflection um on the on the um on the roof of the library because you really get to see parts of the city um 
and just the the landscaping that they did and everything about it it's just it's absolutely beautiful for people of color so and everyone i mean there were so many people just upstairs reading and doing work and you know working from home at the library so beautiful um what do you wish you had packed with you um you know what? I pack intentionally now. You know, my friends, of course, they pack so many luggages and things like that. And it's crazy because I'm the fashionable one. I'm the one that's always, you know, wearing, you know, the whatevers. And I don't like big suitcases anymore. I don't like to travel with big suitcases. I think it's so uncomfortable, especially I typically are am going to like these big cities that I have to either drop my luggage off or I have to either, you know, take it through the city if I'm doing certain things before I, I take it to um, the hotel. And for me, it's just like I travel so much. I'm now able to kind of curate my clothes before I go, um, even though this time I did pack last minute. So, um yeah, this time I really packed smart. I definitely packed very smart. So I implore you guys, stop packing all this stuff that you know that you're not going to wear. And if you need to get something, just buy it. That's that's my advice. Um, what is my advice for what what advice would you give someone going for their first time? Oh, wow. Um, you know, D.C. is super touristy and, you know, you can't get through D.C. in one day. I don't even think you can get through D.C. in one week. But I do believe in, you know, putting together a friend of mine had told me something about someone on Instagram was helping people curate their travel experiences. Um, And I I meant to get their name on Instagram. But I remember they were saying, like, going to the Google Maps and, you know, um, bookmarking kind of like the restaurants that you're or type of restaurants that you're interested in going to and then the places. And once you're bookmarking those places, it actually holds the um addresses to all of those places that you bookmark so you can go back to just like that one place and you know find out how to get to where you're going and dc you're able to just hop in an uber and go any and everywhere it's such a walkable city so my suggestion is to really decide like you know me i'm different so i love museums so there could be one or two full holidays that i will do museums um, museum, there's another day that I would probably do new restaurants. And, you know, there's also places that I'd say, you know, it's the DMV. So it's like three cities. You're talking DC, Virginia, and Maryland. So they all ha- are rich in history. They will all be super busy. And so you just have to kind of plan it out correctly on what are the things that you want to do. And I literally like to list out, you know, most important because, there's so many things that you may not be able to do and say, okay, I'm going to do this and do that. And time gets away from you. You're only there for a limited time. So put up your most important things first. And then the other little small nuggets that you know that you can always go visit when you come back, do those last. Um, and last, let's see. What's the last good question? Um what was the most enjoyable or relaxing part of my trip? Oh, it was Friday. So you guys knew that I was, you know, packing, I was moving to a new place. But in addition to that, um, I had started a new opportunity with work. So there were a lot of newness, a lot of new stuff that was going on. And so my body just needed a moment to just recharge. So that Friday night, I really just spent time just in the hotel, you know, being 
I really wanted a massage. I probably really wanted to go get my feet done. I didn't have the energy. I didn't have any type of breath in me anymore because, you know, I had just did. I had just moderated, you know, uh, the event the day before in D.C., then turned around and did all of the uh, conference stuff that morning. So I, I was I was tapped out. So the most relaxing time was really just sitting in the hotel, being in the moment and just collecting my thoughts and getting ready for the rest of the weekend. So thank you guys so much for riding with me. Thank you so much for, you know, coming to DC and supporting me. Um, You guys have sent so many messages just saying, you know, congratulations or celebrating me um, from last Thursday. So if you missed it, it is on jameersmith.com. Um, stay tuned. I have some big announcements with some partnerships that I will be a part of, but then also just some great announcements for the Jameer Smith show and what is to come with us June. It is June 1st. I mean, guys, the year is like getting away from us. So this month is packed full of guests for the show. Um, some phenomenal trailblazers i have to keep using that word because they are really trailblazers in their own craft so you guys know we love creatives um if you do want to be featured on the show reach out to us at um the jameer smith show at gmail.com and lastly thank you guys for the love and the support that you guys have given me on the ig reels instagram reels and and photos and continue to follow me you know we have some great things coming out And as always, at the end of the show, we say stay positive, but stay creative until next time. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Jameer Smith Show podcast.